1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the Soccer Talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and what a shocker between Argentina and Saudi Arabia. Never, never, never in my wildest dreams could I have ever, ever ever, ever anticipate the strong possibility that Saudi Arabia will pull off the miracle and the upset of the century by defeating Argentina. No doubt, this result right here, ladies and gentlemen, will go down as one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. Now there's a huge argument and a huge debate as far as the biggest upset in World Cup history goes. Some say in 1950, when the United States defeated England, that was the biggest World Cup upset. Others say in 2002, when Senegal defeated the defending world and European champions France, that was the biggest upset in World Cup history. And now many believe Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia is the biggest upset in World Cup history. You see, ladies and gentlemen, that right there is the true art and beauty of the history of the game. A lot of moments throughout the years, throughout the decades, throughout the centuries. A lot of talking points that everybody still talks about to this day. Games and events that happened back in 1950, during that time, still being talked about today. When Pelé scored at the age of 17 in the World Cup Final, ladies and gentlemen, even to this day, it is being talked about. All the moments from back in the day that everybody is talking about, quite frankly, we should be talking about them. Because if it wasn't for those moments, the game would not be as big, it would not be as special, it would not be as exciting, it would not be as unique as it is today. Soccer is special, whether it's today's generation, the generation from yesteryear, the generation from 50 years ago, from 100 years ago, soccer is in our heart, along with its brilliant nature and its brilliant concepts and its brilliant history, despite all the negatives of the corruption. We strive to be as positive as possible with the sport of soccer, so rather than focus on the negative corruption stories... We like to focus on the historical moments and the moment between Argentina and Saudi Arabia with Saudi Arabia winning two to one. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is something that will be talked about five years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now. Hell, I would not be surprised if 1000 years from now, this was talked about special moment right here, ladies and gentlemen. What a game. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Again, you know, as I started out saying, never in my wildest dreams. Never in my wildest dreams. You know, I got to mention, Saudi Arabia is ranked number 51 in the world, while Argentina is ranked number three. Now, granted, the FIFA rankings, a a lot of people do not take them seriously because the rankings are, quote, they well, I shouldn't say quote because the rankings can be inaccurate. Everybody ranks the the countries, you know, different. I personally do, but but still, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, huh, man, oh man, oh man. And again, Saudi Arabia rank, being ranked number fifty-one, that's accurate to me. With Argentina being number three, that's accurate to me as well. You know what, I got to mention, and I got to give a shout-out, a special shout-out to Maximiliano Bretos, who, as we know, is the voice of LAFC, because his tweet today gave me something very important before I did this episode, so I'm glad I waited before I did this episode, so again, shout-out to Maximiliano Bretos, because he tweeted, and he reminded us, Argentina had not lost in 36 games. That streak dates back to 2019. So that's why after that, he says that in his honest opinion, it's the probably the biggest shock in World Cup history. Okay. now here is right now. Here's the big basically the more courageous take that he's taking. Okay. now I'm sure that like me and my good friend and mentor, Mr. Steve Adams, Maximiliano Bretos is a man of conviction. He truly believes in what he says. So check this out, ladies and gentlemen. He says that Argentina does not recover from this. You can take them off the list of teams who can win. Messi disappearing act. Well, again, that's very, very ballsy. Now, for all I know, Mr. Bretos could be be right. Argentina may not recover from this. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine Argentina failing to get past a group that consisted of Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland? And speaking of Poland and Mexico, Poland... Robert Lewandowski gets denied by Guillermo Ocha. (laughs) One of the greatest strikers in the world gets denied by one of the greatest goalkeepers in the world. A one-on-one duel right there, and we saw who came out on top. The game ended up as a scoreless draw, but we can honestly say that perhaps because... um, Because Memo Ocha denied Robert Lewandowski, perhaps we should give the win to Mexico. Anyway... You know, when when Argentina, when Alba the current reigning and defending Copa America champions, when they took the lead within the first 10 minutes off of a penalty that was successfully converted by none other than Lionel Messi, of course, who else but Lionel Messi is going to take a penalty for La Albicileste? I mean, come on now. I kind of felt that, well, that's one goal, and it, I would not be surprised if within a window of the next 10 minutes or so that Argentina doubles the lead. And for and and briefly it looked as though that would clearly be the case and it kind of looked like it was clearly happening but VAR decided against it. Well rather no. You see n- n- now I'm now I'm kind of being the hypocrite right here because I've said VAR just shows what happened but the referee makes the decision. But everybody you know is all over VAR. They're all saying VAR strikes again, VAR this, VAR that, FVAR, yada, yada, yada. Look, again, the referee made the decision, but then again, VAR kind of, you know, like that, but, you know, VAR, you know, took effect. I guess that's what we say, VAR took its effect right there. Because Argentina had not one, not two, but three. Three goals nullified because of offside. It could have been more. I counted three. You know, this game was just so intense. It's hard to keep count. But at three, I'm pretty sure three goals, three goals, three goals, all nullified because of an offside. How frustrating is that? That right there is a huge momentum kill, not only for this game, but quite frankly, for the rest of the campaign for Argentina. Maybe that's why Mr. Maximiliano Bretos feels that Argentina cannot recover from this, okay? (sighs) The fact that it happens three times, three times. (sighs) Man, that is motivational kill right there. Momentum kill, motivation kill, passion kill. It could be the point where a player gets so badly frustrated and infuriated, he just says, oh, to hell with this, I'm done. I'm done because, you know, uh, the. When a moment like that is just ripped away, the passion is just so badly, deeply affected. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. And maybe a player just says that out of pure, pure rage, anger, and frustration. But man, man, oh man, oh man. But at the same time, we cannot, and I repeat, we cannot take any credit away from Saudi Arabia. The two goals, the two goals scored by Saudi Arabia, those were absolutely amazing. Especially the second goal that turned out to be the game-winning decider. Absolutely beauty. What a golazo, man. What a golazo. And I should mention that Saudi Arabia had two shots on target. Two shots on target, and they made them count both times. Argentina had a total of six shots on target. And only converted once, which was off of a penalty. So for Argentina, the only way they were able to score was off of a penalty. That right there has to be a bit frustrating too, because right now Argentina's looked at looked at as though the as the team they only they could only score if they're given a penalty. Man, and Goal.com shows one big chance missed, but based on what I saw, oh no, I would say Argentina clearly and justifiably solidified. They had at least four big chances that that they they could not cash in. <laughs> this is just this is just I mean this is tough for me. I mean come I mean, come on y'all. I I I picked Argentina as a heavy favorite to win the title. I felt truly convinced that this Argentine cl- Argentine team they can win it all. They can win it all. I mean they, it can still happen, but if they can somehow recover from this, but we'll have to wait and see. Ugh. You know, 14 interceptions by the Saudi defense, 27 clearances, five saves from the Saudi goalkeeper. And I'm telling you, that Saudi goalkeeper, the courage, the guts, the skills that the guys got, those cannot go unnoticed. That dude made numerous, and I do mean numerous, fantastic saves. Oh, I mean, especially, like, in the closing seconds, okay? In the closing seconds when... A game time goal could have been there. He just jumps up and saves it. I mean, I'm telling you, those go- those g- saves he made. Oh, that Saudi goalkeeper. This dude has some skill. This dude has some skill. The Saudi team ought to, ta- you know, stand up and take a bow for this because, th- you know, beating Argentina, it was no fluke. Now some would say that they they got a bit of a break because because of the the, the goals that were nullified due to offside and some of them are strongly arguable especially the first one when Lionel Messi the way he leaned uh, slightly forward I, I guess that that was the dead giveaway that's what g- gave it away as an offside so in, in Argentina's case I get they were they I guess they were a bit unlucky but but at the same time those two goals scored by Saudi Arabia those were no flukes those were no flukes so we can argue about the the lack of luck, and you know everything about VAR, the offside, and everything that was taken, you know, the goals that were taken away. But at the same time, in Saudi Arabia's case, we simply cannot deny the fact that they scored two beautiful goals. So, you know, it's, but speaking of uh, Argentina, no, they managed to make it through the game without getting any yellow cards, while Saudi Arabia, man, six yellow cards for them. <laughs> oh boy. But still, I mean, no, no fear, no intimidation from the Saudis. Whoa, wow, Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Man, you know, for for them, you know, to go, you know, to beat, you know, to, to beat one of the heaviest favorites, you know, two to one, and you know, r- right now, honestly, this is definitely one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history. Is it the biggest? I would say probably, definitely, most certainly not. But it's definitely going to be up there. But but, you know, right now, you know, based on the words of Maximiliano Bretos, you know, I'm really wondering, you know, Argentina can certainly recover from this, but, you know, obviously it's not going to be easy considering who Argentina plays next and who they play next. That would be on Saturday when they play Mexico, who, again, managed to uh, prevent Poland from beating them. So. so, I mean, so if Argentina can pull it off against Mexico, then that should definitely be uh that should definitely help them it'll probably get them back on track but uh but, but right now you know everything right now is it's it's all just a maybe like we, we don't even know what can happen so you know and you know interestingly enough you know saudi arabia declared a public holiday after after saudi arabia beat argentina so man i mean honestly as, as far as that goes i i don't know what to say but you know there's been times, you know, when Senegal beat France in 2002. I mean, that was the, you know, that was declared, you know, a national holiday. So, so for you know, so for you know, for, for a you know, a national team like Saudi Arabia that you know, no, no one ever believes in. You know, they're never really given a chance to winning the World Cup. You know, here they are. They defeat in the open their opening game. They they defeat one of the one of the biggest, uh, one of the most overwhelming favorites in the tournament. Quite possibly the biggest favorite in the tournament. They beat them two to one. It was come from behind you know two fantastic goal uh, goals scored you know all the, all the all the saves the goalkeeper made I mean man so that that's why this is definitely in the picture of one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history and of course you know it's going to be declared as a public holiday so so you know we can say you know so right now at this point I mean you know you, you have we, we have to basically respect the fact I mean not not to mention again all, you know, Saudi Arabia snapped a thirty-six uh, a thirty-six game unbeaten streak for Argentina that, that went on for at least for a little over three years. So, yeah. So basically, the, the point is, we can say wh- whatever we want, but we can't deny the fact that Saudi Arabia not only won in a convincing fashion, but you know, Saudi Saudi Arabia looked looked very very good in this game, and we'll see how they can that, how, where they go, you know, moving forward, you know. Saudi Arabia was in the World Cup four years ago, and you know they finished with two losses and a win. You know they did; they have actually made it to the round of sixteen. I know they they made it to the round of sixteen back in nineteen ninety four, but I'm not sure after that. But you know, we'll never forget in two thousand two when Saudi Arabia lost to Germany in the group stage eight to zero. But but man, you know, you know, watching the highlights of this game, you know, watching the goals, you know, all, all the saves and everything, that all quite frankly tells the story. But. But right now man, Saudi Arabia this win against Argentina. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, who know, who knows? I mean, we're still, you know, we're we're still not even finished with the opening games of each group, so you know, even tomorrow there's a cu- couple of games as well. You know, who who knows? You know, if if there could be another upset, and you know, just can you imagine? Imagine if Belgium. I mean, Belgium could pull off the upset. For all I know, I mean, tomorrow we got Morocco and Croatia, Germany and Japan, Spain and Costa Rica, Belgium and Canada. Man, man, oh man, oh man, ah, oh, man. This is just so overwhelming right now and the excitement for me has just continued to build and I cannot wait to keep covering the World Cup. I cannot wait for the I I just can't wait basically. I'm just I'm, I'm just ready for the next games. I'm ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and YouTube. Just to remind everybody, Into the Net FC has a sponsorship deal with Fanatics. Paramount Plus and Lids.com. If you want to shop with Fanix and Lids.com, you can find Into the NetFC's link in the episode description. And if you want to set up an account with Paramount Plus, you can also find the link in the episode description and set up your account in less than two minutes. And you can stream, you can binge watch soccer and stream all your binge watch all your favorite shows. You can even save a lot of money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. Thank you all very, very much. And I will see you all next time. This is the story of the one.